the Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Streetwise Theology, out of the ivory tower and back into the hands of the invisible church. Hello and welcome to this episode of Streetwise Theology. I'm your host, Luke Saint. This is coming to you as part of a service of the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society. Visit thinkandreform.org. Part of our mission here at Streetwise Theology is to take the practical application, or rather the theology of our day and age, Reformed theology specifically, out of the ivory towers and giving it back to the hands of the people for practical application in all areas of life, specifically the four spheres of government, self-government, church government, civil government, and family government. This is part of a series of podcasts that we're going to be doing, starting off here, uh, talking about uh, a Reformed theologian of our day, probably one of the most popular, uh, John Piper. With me today, I have uh, the director of the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society, Joel Saint, my dad, and also uh, with us here, joining us in the studio, is another member of the board of directors of of Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society, John Bingaman. Uh, Dad, we're going to take a look at uh, John Piper here. Um, why don't we? I guess we'll start off um, pretty much talking about uh, John Piper's contribution to our lives and probably you know the lives of society. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, John Piper is seen as perhaps the premier um, Reformed theologian yes. in North America. Mm-hmm. Certainly the premier Baptist uh, theologian in North America. That's that's for sure. And um, our, our concern here today is a, a man who he's written, co-written books with Jonathan Edwards, if you will. Jonathan Edwards being a premier uh, Reformed theologian in North America. Of course, uh, Edwards wrote a couple hundred years ago. Um, John Piper has helped to make, to repopularize uh, Jonathan Edwards. And again, Piper is seen as a premier Reformed theologian, at least as far as I'm concerned, in the ivory tower. My concern with uh, John Piper is this. He has managed to sound wonderful, the five-point Calvinist thing he's got going on. Yes. And there's this revival going on, Luke, of Calvinism here in North America. Yes. And, and it feels really good, and yes. like we're connected with the Puritans again, yeah, we and got all that, this kind of stuff. Yeah, we got that Calvinist uh, documentary coming out. I don't know if you saw a preview for that. I did, I did not it's, see that. It's a documentary just about Calvin. It's called Calvinist. Yeah, and, 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 and that's a, a good start, but if you can't apply theology to what we actually do. Yes. Jesus Christ saying, right. why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things yes. I, I, I tell yes. you to do? Mm-hmm. And and what is Calvinism or what is any doctrine that can't come down to where we live? And that where we live has to do with the law of God. Things like don't kill your neighbor, uh, don't commit adultery, uh, don't worship other gods. There's only one God. Don't bow down to idols. That's That's where we live. We can all say these things in an ivory tower someplace, but how yes. do we actually live? Yes. And I'm really glad to be able to talk about this today, Luke, because yes. John Piper has a serious problem connecting his theology yes. with where he lives. Yeah, and, and we're not here. I mean, I, I, I got to say this because so many people like John Piper. Everyone here at this table has benefited from John Piper's teaching. I know I read his book um, with uh, that he co-wrote with Wayne Grudem uh, about the proper roles of... Uh, male-female relationships. I benefited from that book. And, and his book, uh, Let the Nations Be Glad, is not a bad missions book at all. Right. It, yeah. So so we're, we're not here to say, you know, John Piper's the devil. But our point here, and this this might turn into a, a, a four-part podcast of taking a look at the things that John Piper said. 
a lot of Christians out there just don't know that he said this stuff. They just are completely unaware. And a lot of people who have listened to it have not listened to it with a discerning ear because John Piper just kind of like everything that he says, a lot of people just don't, they don't filter it. It's John Piper, you know, and we're not saying that he's worshiped. We're not saying that people worship him, but we're just saying that the, the, there's not a lot of discernment when it comes to John Piper because he's so well trusted. Yeah, I think, I think John Piper's probably the epitome of what we would call the New Testament only Christian. He, he limits himself to the New Testament. He, you know, and we'll, we'll hear this in the, in the clip that you're about to play. Yes. Where he says, well, the, the old, uh, the, uh, the Ten Commandments, the Big Ten are great, pull them out and put them on your wall. Yes. But, yes. you know, we don't live under the, <laughs> under the yeah. law. Yeah. yeah, for your modern Christian, that's where the Ten Commandments actually belong. Right. On, on the wall. On the wall. On the wall. Yeah, put so them on the wall. Yeah, it's, and, and John Piper here, like you said, Dad, demonstrates the, the wonderful, I mean, well, not wonderful, but, I mean, wonderfully demonstrates yes. the, the Christian schizophrenia of, yeah, the Ten Commandments, we're, we're, we're kind of under them, but not, and, and well, they're, you know, they're great for my wall, but I don't really know what to do with them. You know, when it comes down to my application, I don't really know. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think most Christians in this nation think that they're cruel and unusual. Yeah, the, we've managed to make them the Ten Suggestions. Yes, <laughs> the Ten Suggestions. Okay, so here here's one of John Piper's uh, clips, and it's on YouTube. You can find it there, and it's called "Are Christians Under the Ten Commandments?" and and he gives like a, maybe a little five minute response here. But it's you know if you just take a listen, it, it's you know, I, and I, I really hesitate to say this about John Piper, but it's almost like he doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, if you if you parse it very very carefully, he's ninety five percent correct in what he says. Yes. And there are a lot of things in here that I can't argue with. Right. I wouldn't argue with. Yeah. It's the way he applies it yeah. and says, no, you, you don't have to, you don't have to pay any attention to the law. It's, it, but he, he couches things so very, um, very carefully uh -huh. in terms of justification. And he's absolutely correct. Yes. In terms of justification. Yes. But he implies way beyond just justification yes yes uh, yeah and 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 that's i think also when i've seen people that's where the that's where the confusion comes in because they read galatians you know we're not under the law anymore not under the law and you know every, you know everyone's happy because you know christ as you say all the time died christ died so we can commit adultery now you know they they could they confuse the justification with the application and um here we go with the uh clip from uh john piper here it is christians under the ten commandments no Bible says we're not under the law. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm loving uh, Romans 7, 4, 5, and 6. Uh, the analogy is you were married, and you better stay married because if you leave this husband and go marry another, you're going to be called an adulteress. But if he dies, then you can go and remarry. And then he draws the analogy out, a little bit complex the way he draws it out, and says, so we've died to the law. You're not married anymore. You can have another husband, namely Christ. He's raised from the dead. So the approach towards ethics is different. You don't, you don't ask the question, am I under the law? We're under grace. Law is fulfilled perfectly by Jesus. We're in Jesus, and God is looking, as far as justification goes, final, my being 100% for you is settled. 
you've trusted my son. You've been grafted into him. You are in Christ Jesus. He fulfilled the law perfectly. He covered all your sins. God sees you in and through him. Therefore, as far as final judgment goes, and God being 100% for you is settled, and nothing's going to change it. Now, shall we sin that grace may abound? And Paul says, dead men don't sin. If you died to the law, how can you still... If you died to sin, how can you still live in it? Meaning, new birth is the writing of the law on the heart so that we're not under it, it's under us. It's just coming out. It's coming out. So that the way we strive towards being obedient, holy, loving people is not by getting up in the morning, pulling the list out of our pocket here. Okay, there's the list. I'm off to do them. No, we get on our knees, we, we open ourselves to the whole counsel of God in the Bible, we saturate and shape ourselves by everything He's done, He's doing, will do, we stake our lives in the gospel, and then instead of uh, serving the law, we serve one another in love. Love is the fruit of faith in Jesus. Faith working through love. And if you ask, what does love look like? First John says it keeps the commandments. <laughs> which kind of brings us back to, oh, which commandments? And I'm saying, well, the ones that are loving. So I, I love God and do as you please is not bad advice if you're bent on holiness, if you're bent on love. The law, the Ten Commandments are really important. You should hang them on your wall and you should uh, measure your life by them, but in a very, very different way than when you were under them because they have been kept for you. You are now uh, married to the risen Christ, not married to the law and not in the oldness of the letter but the newness of the spirit our whole approach towards transformation and love and life is different than list keeping okay so there's uh, Johnny Pipe's explanation of are we under the Ten Commandments which was I, I again this is the essence of uh, ivory tower theology and and like again I, I'm, I'm not trying to hate on John Piper here but that's pretty much what we just saw there it, it makes sense up there in his room but the rest of us knuckleheads standing down here on the street are looking up and going what 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 I mean what what did I just hear I'll tell you what we just heard we just heard that we're what he's done here and perhaps I'm going to be harder on him than, than others but what he's done he has put himself above the Bible itself I'll tell you why I'm saying that because he just told us we should obey the commandments that are loving. Mm -hmm. What do we need next? Yeah. Now we need a list from John Piper of right. which commandments are loving and which yes. are not. Yeah. He has put himself in that spot in a very dangerous spot it is. Yeah. I, I, I can't, 
I don't know how to recover from it. I mean, even that same chapter where where uh, Pipe, Romans 7, where John Piper argues that we're not in the law anymore, Paul then a couple of verses later talks about the ongoing validity of thou shalt not covet. Right. And he explains how that worked in his own mind. Yes. Now, if Paul was, if, if it was Paul's job to get rid of the law, right. that's an awful funny place in the exact same chapter, a few, uh, a few verses later, right. to be explaining the benefit of the commandment, do not covet. Right. And, and the whole idea that we're supposed to put the commandments on the law, and then he goes back to John right. and saying, well, uh, sin is a violation of the law, which <laughs> kind of brings us back to the Ten Commandments. Right, yeah. John, come on now, you're a theologian. Yeah. I, 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 this is basic stuff. Christ re- yeah. refers to the, to the Old Testament yes. over 70 times. Yeah. You, you, you haven't thought enough yeah. about the connection between the law and sin before you got on mm-hmm. this little um, this little discussion here. I, yeah, isn't I, it clear to I everybody? I am so bothered by this. Yeah. Isn't it clear to everybody that if you do away with the law, you do away with sin? Right there it goes. Yeah, see ya. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, someone recently said to me, he "said try to try to explain the gospel without the law." Right. You say, "Okay, you're a sinner." What sin? Right. What, what, what <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. me a sinner? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 you, when listening to that, when he's talking about those things, it, you know, if you look at him, he's he's kind of still trying to make sense of it all himself. You know, I mean, he, he's kind of like going back and he's and he's like making all these suggestions and hand movements and all that kind of stuff. And he's, it, it just looks like he's not sure about what he's saying either. You know, and, and he hasn't really figured it out. And, and when we look at, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm over the next, you know, a uh, couple podcasts, I'm going to look at four videos of John Piper. My question is, when, I'm, when I look at him, I'm just kind of like, John, who are you trying to impress? You know, who, who, who is out there that you're afraid of offending? You know, because, you know, these should, it seems like he's, he, when he says, you know, the loving laws, you know, that implies that there are unloving ones, right? right. Like what you yeah, just said. Yeah, God that, the hater. Yeah. God, God the hater has created some commandments right. uh, with which we're supposed to hate each other or hate him. <laughs> yeah. Let's give up on those, everybody. Yeah. And like John said earlier, a New Testament Christian here. Right. We have the nice New Testament laws in the New Testament, like husbands love your wives. Right. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Uh, of course, there was no law like that in the Old Testament. You could right. hate your wife, <laughs> wife apparently. Yeah. Well, and we're accused uh, because we try to take the whole counsel, which he he recommended in that in that little yes. clip we just yeah. heard, mm-hmm. take the whole counsel, and we take the whole counsel beginning at Genesis, and try to apply it to our lives. Yeah, and and we get accused of being obsessed yes. with the Old Testament and yeah, with right. the law. Right, and and I'll I think that that Piper ends up being obsessed with this idea that we have to show Christian love in everything that we do. But that Christian love is only nice, only nice, and that telling love people nice. That's right, and that people telling people that they're sinners isn't nice, so it's not loving. When what more loving thing could you do to point someone to the law right. to say, "Look, yeah, God said exactly right. this is wrong." Right, you're 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 running your life right. against God. Yeah. And and that's a loving thing to do to point out to your neighbor, right. please. Yes, I I I was this morning. Uh, I was looking through Facebook. Somebody shared a video of. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this name on this podcast, but Lady Gaga was up on there on some some for, forum with all these spiritual gurus. This right? better be good, La- Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga, right? What, Cher was busy. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I have no idea. Um, but there's a bunch of other, like I saw like some, uh, I think he looked like a Buddhist monk. I, I forget his name. I think he's actually, 
um, uh, a pretty prominent figure. But there is a, this forum out there, and they're talking about, well, they're talking about absolutes like sin and wickedness. And, well, not sin, but wickedness and evil, you know? And she was saying, you know, this, the snake of evil is like it divides and conquers, right? And then she said the thing that conquers this, this invisible snake that's out there ruining all of our lives is kindness, right? That's what she said, kindness, mm -hmm. right? And, and I thought about, you know, this podcast today and how Christians out there, and especially those wonderful AHA people, um, who I'm probably about, about human abortion. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably never going to stop singing the praises of those people. Um, you know, they're out there. Tr their kindness, the biblical kindness, is showing people the law and the gospel, saying you're a sinner and you need Jesus Christ. But I know that's not what Lady Gaga is talking about. Her idea of kindness is American I, I, see, rhetoric. Okay, okay, Luke, you're you're one of this here because this is what concerns me so much about this. Yeah. How many Christians would agree with Lady Gaga right there? Yeah, right. It's not true. understanding that our message is yeah. not a kind message. Right. It is a very difficult message. God, the God of the universe has a big problem with you. You've yes. sinned against him, yes. and he is going to make you pay. And right. you have one chance, mm -hmm. and that's to run to his son, Jesus Christ, who died for sinners. Right. But nothing that John Piper said there, it, 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 correct me if I'm wrong here, gentlemen, nothing would, would actually challenge what Lady Gaga said, because he's come up with his own standard. What's the difference between what John Piper did just here, come up with my own standard, right. let's obey the love and commandments, right. versus Lady Gaga's standard of kindness? Right, yeah. It, 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 is, right. it is maddening here, and here is our number one Reformed theologian talking. Yeah, that's true. It's maddening. Yeah, yeah. It gets back to something that we've said at Mars uh, over and over. It's that uh, little... Mars being the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society. Yes. Let me just clarify that for our listeners. Yeah, a shameless plug. <laughs> we're not actually on Mars, and we're not from Mars either. That's, Please listen to oh, us. <laughs> people will argue. The, the, there's that little ditty we keep saying, what's right yes. and what's wrong, yes. and, the, and says who. Says who. Yes. It's so important. Yeah. And it, it's a simple series of questions that people just will not come to grips with yes. is the says who part of it yes lady gaga wants she has a, a definition of right and wrong yeah but she says yeah right right and and here what and this is what joel just argued is that uh, is that john piper is saying in his video clip is that he'll tell us which commandments are are the loving ones right not god right and and the, i mean another problem that i have is just you know I'm some sucker who's interested in Christianity, and I come across this video. What did I learn? Yeah, I'll tell what, you what you learned. What did I learn? You, you know, you, I, you, I'll what, tell you what, what you learned. Application? You just Very learned valuable that <laughs> Psalm 119 is completely irrelevant. Yeah. Because the way Piper presents yeah. is like, okay, we got the law, this list. I'm off to do them. Right. Is that honestly what we read in Psalm 19 and Psalm 119? Yeah, Psalm like, 119. Oh, yeah. you know, I was I was going along my merry way, and here comes the law of God. Yes. Oh, shucks. Yeah. Oh, this horrible thing. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, we see the praises of God's law throughout yes. those two those two psalms and oh how i love your law is yes. my medicine that is so foreign to what piper just said yes. and, and how again in my in my uh antipathy here which i i'm afraid i do have i'm sounding a little bit too perhaps emotional piper has done us all a favor here as we mentioned before yes he has yes. articulated what is being preached from the pulpits yes passively if not actively he's yes. come out and he said it Thankfully, he did. Yes. But he really messes up the law here. I want to read Romans 7, 7, the same chapter that he quoted, right? Right. A, a few verses later. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. 
Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law, for I had not known lust, except the law had said, thou shalt not covet. Yes. So, so Paul is going in the same chapter, going right back to the validity of the law itself. Yes. He articulates the Christian schizophrenia of what to do about the law. Nobody, I mean, if, if like you said, that's our, our, our reformed leader, and he comes to the Old Testament, and he's like... Well, I mean, it's, you're running around in circles. Um, okay, so we, we, we. I mean, uh, Tim Yarborough always says, you know, don't ever come up with a complaint unless you have the solution. So, Dad, tell me, okay, so I'm asking you, are we under the Ten Commandments? What's your response? Sure. Um, all Scripture being given by inspiration of God. There are some commandments, no doubt about it. Uh, read the book of Hebrews mm-hmm. that have run out by their own statute of limitations. Right. There are some things, ceremonial um, aspects of the law, yes. that were meant to run out on their own. Yes. However, let's understand this. that uh, Abraham was certainly saved. He became a believer in Christ and he was declared righteous prior to any... Um, Bulls and goats yes, right. and, and ceremonial law. Right. Absolutely. Right. He was a believer before he was even a Jew, if, if you will, yeah. um, or an Israelite, if, if, if you will, because he couldn't have been an Israelite because that was named after his grandson anyway. Right. So, yeah, what, what is our solution here? Our solution here is to embrace all of God's law for all of life. And this is the problem that we run into, um, especially this is one of the reasons why in terms of application here, Luke, where we have problems in the inner city with our churches. Yes. Because big, big the, problems, big problems, because problems. The, the, the culture has changed so much that starting a church in the inner city now is almost like going cross cultural. Right. And if we will not, if we will not say, listen, this gospel message that starts in Genesis one, one and ends in revelation applies to all of life. What are, we, what are we simply going to say then? Right. Are we going to say, well, hey, you know what? Um, just believe in Jesus and then go c- continue to collect your welfare check. Yes. Just yeah. believe in Jesus while, while your, your, your boyfriends or yes. whatever right. con- continue to sleep with you, yes. create children who right. themselves are going, going to be in and out of jail. Right. Or are we going to say, no, you know what? This, the, the, the scriptures demand all of, all of your life. Right. And there are certain things you must do if you are going to be a consistent believer in Christ. Right. And How again, are we going to find again, out what to do? Well, we're and, not talking about justification well, here. Not, a, not at all. We're not talking about Christians get so confused when you bring up the law. They're like, well, we're not under the law. And they, they confuse it all the time with, you're trying to justify yourself by the works and, of the law. And we're no one ever did. No, no one ever did. It was never about yeah, that. See, that's it what they could say. Never like, about oh, that. we're not under the law anymore. Well, what right. do you mean by that? Right. Uh, neither was Abraham under the law anymore. Right. Neither was David, right. who loved the law. None right. of them believe that you have to obey the law. But that's right. what they come back at us with. Oh, you're trying to justify yourself by the works of the law. No one ever did. Right. Who, who became a believer? Would we'll just stop it, John? You're going to say something. It's just people get so wrapped up in the law as something that they don't want to obey. Yeah, and and, the, and so the law is a bad thing. Right, right. When we are justified, mm-hmm. if it's real, we should embrace that law with joy. And yes. and we so missed that. Yeah, that's what you were talking about, Joel, in about Psalm one nineteen. Yeah. Oh, how I love yes. your law. Yes. We we are to embrace this. Yeah. Right. And and. And get excited about it, yes. Right. And we sh- we should present it that way, right? right. And that's a, a huge mistake, I think that that perhaps perhaps we make is to say, no, we we have to obey the law. No, we get to obey the yeah, law. We get to obey the law. What a what a wonderful <laughs> yes. thing what has what been a, given yes. to us. What yeah. a difference, though. I mean, right. in how approach it, you, we have to obey the. We get to obey the law. Right. Wow. Yeah. We need to approach it differently as well. 
right. John Piper seems to have that antipathy towards the law. He's got that same fear of the law yeah. that everybody else seems to have. Yes, yes, yeah. perpetual. I, 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 uh, there's a prayer in Psalm 119. Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things from your law. Right. I think we've changed that. Yes. Close my eyes that right. I may uh, never ever see your law again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that'll be a really great Christian. <laughs> yeah. The law is a beautiful, beautiful thing because yes. of how seamlessly it fits right. together. Right. I and, and, you know, knowledge of the law when, I mean... It really takes a lot of confusion out of your life, you know. It, and it transforms so much culture. You were just yes. talking about cross culture. Yes, it it's designed to yeah. transform culture. Right. It's designed to change culture. Right. Now we're getting into whole discussion on missiology. Right. Oh my word! Yeah. <laughs> you know, let, let's not change the culture. Let's just take them the gospel. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Which one do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I like how um, you know we talked about this before, before Dad. Bone Marinoff, who said that a missionary is a revolutionary you know there is when he goes into a society there is no aspect that's out of his expertise of you know christian application mm -hmm. he's talking about like uh william carey you know banking uh william uh carey was out to reform banking uh he was out to reform uh agriculture he was out to reform i mean he was an inventor right i mean right. he did all these things he was a revolutionary sure created the first um Asian speaking uh, newspaper, right? William Carey did, right? Yeah, and 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 it was to change everything, right? And and because we reject the law of God and say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a better idea, and we limit Christianity to a personal relationship, um, you know, we go out and we send out these missionaries that have you know temporary fruit and send all these wonderful pictures of these third world kids hanging out with these blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, teenagers. Um, but the long-term application, the long-term fruit is just is not even remotely there because we've rejected God's law in its application to society because Christians are so scared of us being legalists. I mean, that's big, you know, boogeyman term. No one even knows what legalist means. Can, can I just go on the record here? No, no, that, that's one of those words that got thrown around. No one, you know, how about this? Um, from the New Testament, husbands love your wives. Right. So if I preach on a Sunday morning, husbands are supposed to love your wives. Am I am I like a legalist now? Right. Yeah. Am I like a oh? I am saying that in order to get saved, in order to become a believer, in order to be justified before Christ, you have to learn how to love your wife first. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, well, what's the difference between the laws in the New Testament and the laws in the Old Testament? Right. It's it's all the Word of God. Right. Well, some are loving. Yeah, yeah, the loving ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just mentioned a loving one. Husbands love your wife. Loving. Uh, you got that one. Good stuff. Hey, I, I, again, Johnny Pipes. Like, just look at, like, John, how could you possibly come to that conclusion that some are loving and some are. I mean, wh why would you say that? You know, I, you know, Psalm 119, go back to Psalm 119. It says, um, you know, it, it kind of does away with bibliolatry and, and says pretty much bibliolatry is impossible, you know, because it says, I lift my hands to your commandments, right? And, and to all of those wonderful Christians out there, you know, we lift our hands in church because we're worshiping, right? And here's David worshiping the commandments. You know, I lift my hands to your commandments. And uh, a, another place it says, um, uh, I am wiser than my teachers because of your commandments. And he's talking about Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. I mean, he's talking about that when you come across, um, you know, eggs in the wild, you can take the eggs, but don't kill the mother. You know, that's what he's talking about. I'm wiser than my teachers because I know that. But he is. I mean, he's being very serious. I, you know, the wall brings wisdom. And, you know, the application in culture is what's really going to reform this around. Like I said before, it takes away a lot of confusion because during this whole election nonsense, I had very little confusion in my mind about what needed to happen and what was going on. You know, my, my faith is not in Trump. My faith is in the word of God. 
and and because of the knowledge that the word of God imparts, I I was I was just I you know I don't want to brag. Or, I mean I'm trying not to brag and trying to sound as humble as I can, but I just wasn't confused by anything. You know I, I you know I was looking and saying this is all a wash. And a lot of Christians because they reject the word of God and, and the law specifically, they look at that and they start putting their hope in the political system. They start putting their hope in Trump. They start putting their hope in the government to solve all our problems. But the only hope that we have. Is in the, I mean, is in the is in the Word of God and is full application, the full counsel of God. Amen. Can't complain. I I've got much more to say, but um, you know, we've got we've got to move on. That's pretty much all we have. Again, you can find this video uh, on YouTube of John Piper talking about um, our Christians under the Ten Commandments. Um, you can find it on YouTube and have a listen to it for yourself. Um, again. You know, we're not trying to pick on John Piper here, but we're just using him as an illustration of the cons- of the Christian schizophrenia that is so prevalent in our culture. Not trying to pick on John Piper, but he's made himself pickable. <laughs> well, he put himself out there, and, and yeah. that's the thing is you do a YouTube search for John Piper, and you'll see this, and you'll see some other things that we'll, we'll talk about, I think, in future podcasts, uh, especially the, the, the whole self-defense thing with the guns. and But he, he has himself out there, but he's out there talking about the New Testament and the loving commandments without really going into the whole counsel of God that he says we should be embracing. Oh, man, so much more to say here, but I think I hear the music. <laughs> music. Uh, all we need now is that cane to reach, come in and, you know, the hook. The hook could pull us out with our straw boat. You're the shepherd. Again, this has been uh, Streetwise Theology, two members of the Mid Atlantic Reformation Society. Uh, Joel Saint and John Bingaman. Uh, Be strong and courageous, my friends. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology, brought to you by the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society and Reconstructionist Radio. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com and thinkandreform.org. Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His kingdom.